you stop playing, nigga. Y'all nigga know what the fuck going on. Big 4L. Big steppers. Big footprints. Pussy. Welcome back to 4L. Big big time. Big 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 4L. Big vibes. Don V757 in the building. We kicking it. We kicking it with the guys. Uh Drift, how you living, Chief? I'm chilling, man. Chilling big time. Doing good. Um, got a good episode today. I'm ready to get into it. Joe, how you doing, man? Doing very well, man. Having a good week. Uh, it's even better, man. We got our friend of the show on. Now he's done every one of our podcasts now. Now he's yeah. on 4L. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Brendan Hill. How are you tonight? I'm great, man. I love how you guys segued into each other like that. That's pretty cool, man. So really honored to be here. And like you said, I've been on each of y'all's podcasts kind of individually. So it's good to see y'all together and uh, ready to talk, you know, all things VT and football and all things fandom, man. So happy to be here. Happy to have you. You represent the hometown, Nupa New Virginia. We said that on Donby Fridays when you came on, but I'll tell the story for the people that weren't listening to Donby Fridays then. But you went to Warrior High School in Nupa News, and um, you you played with Marcus Vick, and that was a that was the last good Warrior High School team for real, for real. If we gonna keep it all the way a band, uh. What was it like playing it in the PD and the work in them days? Yeah, so first and foremost, I got to give a shout out to uh, this last year's team uh, from Warwick, man. They made it to the state semis um, and lost to the eventual state champion. And uh, so they they rebuilt the program. Coach Harrison is doing great things there. There's a, a young student athlete there that I think is he has a Virginia Tech offer already. Um, so they're, the, the PD and and that area is going through a renaissance, kind of a rebirth uh, a little bit. But growing up playing in the PD, it was amazing, man. Growing up uh, watching Ronald Curry and Allen Iverson and Bobby Blizzard and Armando Curry and all these guys, Joe Smith. like And just in the 7-5 back then, it was inspiring to, you know, look up to as a kid. And it was very easy to see what I wanted to do with my life, you know, growing up in the PD back then so oh, that pd was that pd was hell back in the day them pd was that pd was crazy like you had work you had bethel you had hampton was the dynasty you know and you had phoebus you had kick even kick a tan gerard mayo mm-hmm. and them like this, that pd was different <laughs> back in them days yeah. but uh, antoine but they antoine but they, I, I can't get no shout out to antoine but they, he went to denby <laughs> i can't give i can't give nobody from denby <laughs> no kind of love <laughs> So Shout I'm to trying Ed to figure Tom. out though, are y'all, you know, is y'all rival Woodside or is it Denby or it's you know, Denby. It's okay. Denby. I went to Mitchville. It okay. is Denby High School. If okay. if Mitchville wins one game all year, it gotta be, it gotta Denby. be Denby. That's yeah. it gotta be Denby. That's how Warwick and Heritage is, I guess. So um, Warwick and Heritage used to have shootouts at Todd Stadium. <laughs> Shout out to all Warwick and Heritage. Shout out to my boy oh, Kirk. Got he got knocked out at a Heritage and Warwick game. He went to Mitchville. Somebody from Heritage knocked them out right on Warwick, right on Warwick Boulevard, bro. It was crazy. 
Shout out to Warwick and Hurts. Shout out to Warwick versus Hurts. The battle of the trenches. That's that's why in Hampton, Hampton's a little smarter than Newport News, I guess. They don't let people walk around. Once you, for all you guys that are are from uh, down our way, we got two stadiums. Uh, One is Darling Stadium in Hampton. That's where all the Hamptons public city schools play. And then we have mm-hmm. uh, Ty Stadium. That's where all the Newport News city schools play. And at Darlin, once you come in, and you choose you pick a side. side. <laughs> you can't you can't go to the the other side. So they try and limit you know all the riffraff at that stadium. But in Newport News, you can you can walk. You can make as you many laps as you want to make. Yeah, yeah. So fun times, man. Fun <laughs> times at Ty. Shout out to Ty Stadium, man. Ty Stadium yeah. raised me. But, they um, actually need to rename it to to Tommy. I'm gonna go ahead and petition this because I've had some private okay. conversations about this. But they need to go ahead and name the field after Tommy Remus Senior, um, and go ahead and get that get that done. So anybody from the city listening or got some influence, they need to name the field at least Tommy Remus Senior Field because he's done so much for the the city, man. Uh, you know, coming back to Coach Demby now too. So, oh, oh, Tommy Remus at Demby. Yeah, his dad and Tommy Remus Sr. is coaching at Demi right now. So Tommy Remus Sr. Tommy Remus Sr., you a legend and all that, but I cannot support what you're doing right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't support nothing you got going on, bro. <laughs> them ties run deep, man. Them ties run real deep. Shout out, shout out to Tommy Remus Jr., bro. City on my chest, man. We always repping. Oh uh, man, shout out to shout out to little Tommy too. Yeah. Tommy we got made a million dollars. He got he got a lot of my goddamn money too. I hope he, <laughs> he probably sold five hats and made a million dollars. Shout out to Tommy. <laughs> yeah, awesome. We man. got some, didn't mean to hijack, some... hijack y'all show with with seven five seven stuff. So hey, we need the history. We need the history lesson. It's good. <laughs> the seven five seven eccentric show. They 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 are you know. We got some Virginia Tech news we want to touch on before we get into uh, triumph and. Everything that that entails, uh, Taj Bullock, Cam Johnson, and Devin Furrow all recently entered the transfer portal. Um, the Cam Johnson one came as a surprise to me because he's he's young, but I feel like with another spring, another another uh, season, he would have been a contributor next year. I don't know about Taj and Devin Furrow. Maybe they would have never played here, not nowhere else, but. You know, that one didn't surprise me, especially with the way Pop looked at the spring game and all of that. But the Cam, the Cam Johnson one did surprise me. Um, God bless her, all of them. Um, we don't want to see nobody out here stranded or nothing like that. Go to go to Colorado. They got hella roster spots. So um, I'm gonna swing it. I'm gonna swing it over to Joe, and then we'll swing. Make sure everybody touch on this. But uh, what was your thoughts on the transfer news? Yeah, I believe that we had uh Moiston and uh Jalen Hoyle yeah. enter as Kyrie, well. Kyrie Moiston also, yes. Yeah, I thought he was kind of a shocker because I thought he was in line to be in the two deep and kind of start getting some burn this year. And you know, I actually thought Cam Johnson was a little bit of a shocker too, because I thought he was gonna get some playing time. I know he's coming up off of an injury, he didn't really get the red shirt like you'd like to with a young guy like that, let him build up, you know fill out a little bit, get used to the game. But those were the only two real shockers. But 
you never know what's going on, man. College football is kind of wild with this portal era. What are your thoughts, Drift? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I mean, I've always really liked Cam Johnson. He was, everybody always says, a little undersized, but I think he plays corner well, um, and I liked him for the future. So best luck to him. I think he'll bounce back somewhere, maybe stay power five, so we'll see. But um, it's always tough to lose a kid from St. Francis, and hopefully we keep grabbing kids from there. But uh, he's the only one I really would have wanted to keep out of, out of the slew of guys that left. But the other ones are, are, aren't very surprising at all. So I'll toss over to B Hill and he can, uh, he can cap us off. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like you guys said, this is the new era of college sports. And, uh, it's just, a, a I tell people all the time, families all the time. I talk to soon as you, your high school eligibility is up, it's business time. You know, it's no more, uh, warm and fuzzies man uh no more recruiting visits no more none of that gas that they pump in you um mm-hmm. it's business so make sure you behave and move accordingly uh like like don v said you don't want to see any of these kids get stranded um hope they you know their credits transfer hope that they find a a place to continue their careers. It's just the, the lay of the land now with the portal and NIL and all that stuff, man. So I was actually, Moiston was one that surprised me just because he's a 757 kid. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, like like someone said, he, he could have been on the two deep. We weren't that stout up front. So to lose a guy up front, I think Coach Cheetah in the back end definitely wanted to upgrade the secondary. Um, and we just don't live in the era of, of development anymore. It's, you know, I, I, I used to love those development conversations, but I even had to get over it that like, it's a, what can you do for me now business? And, um, you know, it is what it is. So that's my thoughts. Yeah. We was talking about that behind the scenes earlier. And I was saying this era kind of destroys like the way Virginia tech does things because, when you play, not even even when you play, up until like 2017, 2018, like even some of the higher ranked players come into Virginia Tech knowing that you got to at least wait a year or two before you start contributing. But now even a guy that's not even ranked high, if he ain't seeing no burn, he's look, he looking. He looking to leave. So when you don't – so now – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say because you can – you can transfer again. So it's it's just a never ending opportunity. So you right. might transfer down just to transfer back up. You yep. know, you look at Ali's situation. Ali, I think, started at West Virginia, went to ODU. Mm-hmm. Now he's back at tech. I mean, yeah. that's the that's that's a blueprint. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Put your and tape out there, you know. And then some of these some of these guys never develop anywhere because they transfer every year <laughs> it never gets settled um this is we got we got a former d1 athlete on the on the on the program and it's, it's always interesting to have these conversations so what's your what's your thoughts on what Deion sanders is doing at colorado where he basically purged 70 percent of the roster in a couple of months yeah and he got he got to rebuild it before August. Yeah, I think he can do it. Um, 
you know, I, I think this is my thought process on like college sports right now is uh, it's a, it's a nine month process. It's like having a baby, man. Like everything that happens in the portal, everything that happens in the spring, everything that happens in signing day, everything that happens in the summer, all is building up to actually a what 13 week season, you know, 14 right. week season. That flies so by. I think it flies by, man. But when you think about all the things that happen, I think we over exaggerate and overvalue all the ups and downs, whether that's signing day, whether that's spring ball. Like we we just, you know, it's the cycle. That's what happens in off seasons. It's like you you hype everything up, everything's a big deal. But truthfully, I wish we did a better job of connecting all those things that happened to the actual results. So to your point, Don V, that team was one in 11 last year. So does it make sense to purge the roster? Absolutely. I love the fact that he's giving those like Juco guys, those underrated guys, those underdogs opportunities, because, you know, a lot of these kids are coming out of high school and they are a little, in my opinion, they're a little spoiled. They're a little entitled. They feel like they don't have to work for anything. So if you were on a one eleven, one in 11 team, you know, you were part of the problem in theory. Right. And it's a business in theory. So um, I just think it really just depends what Dion does with that team. If they can win six games that to me, that's the, the threshold for him. But he also knows that, he don't have room for error. You know, they, they're not going to let Dion get away with a four and eight season, you know? Absolutely so, not. Right. He, exactly. He, 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 he has no room for error. So he's operating out of a sense, in my opinion, of like desperation. And the one thing I know about Dion as a hall of famer and one of the greatest players to ever play and even a great coach so far is he knows how to identify talent. So mm-hmm. I trust his eye. You know, if he feels like that kid can't play for him or he feels like that kid can play for him, I, I trust him. I believe it, you know. And that don't mean they're going to win a lot of games. That just means that that's he has to upgrade his roster as best he can. So, Right. Now, I mean, 70%, even if it's a zero-win team, like getting that many – having to replace that many bodies is just a task, like – it's going to be hard for that man to win. I mean, you got to get – and then you got to get it all in about August, July. Like, but, that's, but, you, that's a, but you look at his his positions that are stable, though. He got a quarterback, right? True, so right. he ain't looking for that. So He's got a receiver. Everything else, right. he got, got a receiver, DB, right? And try – you know, so he's not looking for – like, to me, if you were looking for a quarterback in the portal – I'd, I'd be worried, right? Because that's that's make or break. But if you're looking for a D tackle, a DN, a linebacker, a safety, a corner, a tight end, or the other position I would say you scrambling at is if you're looking for offensive linemen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you if you got quarterbacks and you got an offensive line, I feel like everything is plug and play, in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I think so too. I've seen a lot of people online saying that they can't plug and play him it's not going to work but i mean 
you see it everywhere else and there's transfers that have done it. So I really don't see why you can't just plug and play a lot of these guys. I mean, sure. Some positions like quarterback take a little bit more time to understand the playbook, but you throw a D tackle on the field, he's going to do the same thing every play. So come on, man. It's simple. The seven year olds play this game. It's not a, it's not a complicated game. Um, And I think ultimately that's up to the coaches to keep the scheme simple, especially on defense, keep the scheme simple. Um, Football is just a very interesting thing, man. You got 83 guys or 85 scholarships, however many plus walk-ons in college. Like, you know, it's, it to me, it's going to all work itself out. I just think people overvalue, you know, t- nobody was talking about TCU last offseason and they end up in the national championship. So, right. <laughs> yeah. And they use the portal a lot. Sonny Dex did a really good job of that. Yeah. Exactly. Finding those guys that kind of fit your system as well. I got a question, though. Do you think that we're going to see, like, the JUCO and, like, the G5 programs, like the Sunbelt teams, are we going to see those be more, like, feeder schools in a way? Like, a lot of their – yeah? You think so? thousand percent. thousand percent. Like, thousand percent. They – I talk to my boys at those schools all the time, like, they tell me they, you know, I know about some of the kids transferring from, let's just say, ODU before it might hit the news, but they land at Georgia Tech or they land at these other big schools. They're a thousand percent feeder schools. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, and I was curious to get your thoughts. Yeah, they're feeder schools. And so is FCS. Um, I, I just think that's the lay of the land right now. And I think that. It would be different if the Power Five schools were not complicit in trying to make it that way. But when you got Power Five schools like accepting those kids, then you know Absolutely. why wouldn't you jump up from right. you know Sun Belt to Pac twelve or Big Ten or wherever? It's like even the draft. I know y'all are gonna get to that a little later, um, but. You you watch. It's just crazy how the landscape has changed because you watch the draft and like they're like this kid's from uh, Oregon, but let me show you his highlights from Colorado. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. But it, not just right. him. It was like a couple Colorado kids that like were at other schools. One was at USC, I think. A DB two was at USC. Um, so like these kids are like moving around and. I just think it's a moving target for everybody. College coaches, pro scouts, even high school, man, it's just wild out here. It's it's very wild. I mean, we were just talking about ODU. ODU put more players in the league than Tech this year. And if you want to count Keon White, who ended up going to Georgia Tech from ODU, like ODU was out here developing, but what? They was getting it, they was getting it done. Shout out to Old Dominion, man. Tech killers. We ain't gonna disrespect y'all too hard, man. Yeah. We gotta go to ODU for they players, man. Yeah. <laughs> we need them more well, than they need us. It's, it's it's. I've always said it, man. Like, I just think it's it's too hard to find, like, yeah, like those LSU kids, those Alabama kids, those Georgia kids probably those Ohio State kids, maybe Michigan kids. I know everybody always, always talks about like that blue chip rate and stuff, but like right. there's like 
there's probably like 10 schools who kids are genuinely like one through 50 on their roster is like different. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but everybody else, like Iowa, look at Iowa, bro. Like Iowa had how many first rounders and like, I just kept seeing Iowa kids coming off the board, like a corner from Iowa. Yeah. Iowa Iowa's fans, a, yeah. Like a Iowa white corner. Iowa been doing it for years too. Riley Moss, man. Yeah. Like, or Illinois. Like, look at them kids from Illinois that were jumping off the board. Like, like yeah. where? You know, where? Yeah. A lot yeah. of those kids so, from Illinois came from other schools, too. Like, yeah. Chase Brown, the running back, he came from Western Michigan, transferred up. Yeah. You know. So, you can't tell me, like, and that's why, like, I haven't been on my – uh rivals star rating bandwagon in a while but like come on man like it's just too wild out here so you can't tell me like i said the kid goes to georgia awesome right he at bama awesome he at lsu awesome ohio state awesome everywhere else it's up in the air yeah they taking an iowa kid and an illinois kid before they taking a penn state kid right like you know, like, so you can't, you know, can't tell me that there isn't talent everywhere out here. And it's just harder and harder to identify. Um, and it's still all a crapshoot, you know, like those kids going to get drafted and still might flop, you know what I mean? From wherever they went to school. So football is just a hard game. Um, and I just think people make, you know, they, they kind of overblow things, in my opinion. You know, I mean, of course, but we'd rather have them than not have them. So, Triumph, you shout out to Triumph first and foremost. Y'all doing it for the culture, man. The Virginia Tech NIL space was in a was in a was in a was in a bad way before y'all came. Um, what was what was the idea? What was the what's what's the dream? What's the end game for Triumph? You trying to line your pockets? All that matter. You can tell us if you is because we support you regardless. But what's 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 the what's the dream? What's the end goal for trying? Well, well, let me lead with this and say that there's not a a, a person who's involved with Triumph of our six original partners that has made any money from Triumph, like zero dollars from Triumph. So um, this is this is honestly just been something that we wanted to do to support the university because we knew what NIL was going to be. And we knew that we had to have a, a, a entity in the market, you know what I'm saying? And I, I felt like, um, as you, as you guys may or may not have seen, like Commonwealth has been technically acquired by Triumph. We got rid of hot route uh, that was involved early on. So uh, we've stepped to the forefront to be the premier group at Virginia Tech alongside the Hokie Way, which is basically the nonprofit um, arm for people who want to make contributions in a way that they can get a tax write-off. So it's us and the Hokie Way, and I think that's the best thing for the ecosystem at Virginia Tech, just to not confuse people. Um, right. And not, yeah, so, uh, but the, the vision and the goal was really just to support the university because they couldn't and they can't technically do NIL in in house. So you have to have somebody that does it, but that matches the way you would do it if you could from a university standpoint. So that's what we tried to do is basically 
the be be the university special forces in a way that's completely independent. So who are the who are the partners? You said there's the six six people, and I'm assuming you're one of them. Yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, so I'll give you guys the origination story just so you can see how it how it started. But um, Jim Cowan, who is a prominent lawyer in Blacksburg uh, from Cowan Perry, um, he has his own law firm, big law firm in Blacksburg. Uh, he had an intern at the time named um, Joey Harrington, who happens to be from the 75, not the Oregon quarterback, but um, he was, was a about student. to say, bro, what? <laughs> Yeah, he was a student in Pamplin. Um, he's from the 75. Uh, and he was working with Jim as an intern. He went to Jim and he's like, hey, this NIL space is, you know, really interesting. I want to kind of focus on it. And Jim was like, yeah, you know, go ahead, pursue it, see what you can find out, research, right? And then Jim also had, because he's a business attorney, he had a lot of clients who were like, what's this NIL thing? How do we do this? I want to help maybe. So Jim reaches out to me after he sees one of my tweets um, and Jim and I have known each other since I was in school. Um, so a long time ago and uh, he reached out, Hey, we need to talk. So we talk and I'm like, all right. So I reach out to, so it's Jim and Joey. And then Jim brings me on kind of, cause he knows my background. And then I reach out to Doug Hicks who uh, Doug spent a lot of time with the Washington bullets, the, um, DC United, he's worked in kind of corporate sports marketing from a team level for a very long time. So he's very connected. Um, he does a lot of our PR and, and things like that. So Jim kind of handles all the legal compliance stuff. Doug handles the PR. Um, I would say that I handle kind of like the, the strategy, so to speak, but I'll get to me in a second. And then, so I, then I go to, I'm like, all right, we got the core group, but I'm like, I know we're going to need creative agency, right? So I knew Kevin Jones, who was one of my former teammates, he and I had talked years prior before COVID. He has a, a whole creative agency where they work with uh, Meta, formerly Facebook. They work with, they have like all these clients, like um, he and his wife, Robin Jones, who's another one of the partners. Um, Robin's like the like president of the chamber of commerce uh down in uh the new river valley and kevin they had this creative agency so i'm like you can't do nil without like graphics and logos and all that kind of stuff right so like right. kevin and his team had that specialty so i basically kind of helped build the team that could go out and actually execute what needed to be executed in the NIL space. And I think that's what ended up separating us is a lot of people got into NIL and thought they knew what NIL was and how to move in NIL, but like we had the best team, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it sounds like I got a, a legit team. Yeah. So that was the six uh, kind of founding members. Um, and then most recently at the top of the year, our CEO, we ended up, when we merged with Hot Route, we made Kelly Woolwine the CEO, um, but he decided he wanted to hire um, this guy named Mitch Gerber, who actually was at Penn State when Coach Pry was at Penn State. Um, and Mitch is awesome. He does like all of the video editing. He's producing the podcast for the platform. And like, he's the media guy. And like to build a platform, you need somebody feeding the platform. So that's kind of Mitch's role, right. but he wears a lot of different hats. He's a super talented guy. He was part of USC's collective before 
Um, they kind of uh, disbanded. So he brings some some great experience. He's the only full time employee, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the people who actually started the company have not made a, a dime off the, the business yet. And, you know, that's honestly a I'm not going to say it's an issue, but it's something that people are going to have to get comfortable with as NIL grows. It's like, bro, you can't manage this ecosystem for free. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to yeah. support the people who are actually taking care of the, the athletes. Or, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you know, people can't, otherwise you're going to get pay for play and you're going to get, you know, compliance issues and different things like that. So I just really, that's my messaging is like, you know, at large, people have to get comfortable with someone quote unquote lining their pocket, so to speak, because it's like, how else, like, we want you to line is valuable. We want <laughs> you, know you to line your pockets. We want you to line your pockets. Like you facilitating an atmosphere where, and I've been on various podcasts and Twitter for years saying, I'd rather donate to a, I mean, before NIL, I just rather donate it to the players themselves, but that's illegal. Yeah. Whatever gets the money in their pocket and in your pocket, I would rather put my money to that than, sorry, Virginia Tech's former students and alum, I'd rather get my money to a player than them build a new library with my money. Sorry. Yeah. That's always been my mentality. Like, bro, I'm a football fan. I ain't go to college. I'm a football fan. I'd rather my money go to the players, the recruits, than, yeah. you know, they got money to put a horse on the treadmill. That's me. I'm from the... And, 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 and what we tried to do, though, you know, Don, is like, we want you to, when you do give your money to that player, we want you to get something good back, right? Like, because that's going to make you feel good about giving. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you, even if it's a t-shirt, even if it's a, a hat, if it's a video mm -hmm. shout out, if it's a, you get to spend time with the athlete on the platform and like have a meet and greet. Um, like all right. those are things that when he has a, he or she has a big game, you can put your money behind that athlete, but you actually get something back in return. I think that's better than lightning Just on fire. It. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I'm with you, man. I can't believe we big time Penn State. I don't think a lot of people know that, man. We out here stepping on them. And you talking <laughs> about with Mitch? Yeah. Oh, man, we Penn State South in that building. Everybody in there got ties to Penn State <laughs> in, <laughs> in, that, in that building right now. Big talking so, them, man. And then man. recently, you guys acquired Commonwealth from the Rushes, correct? Yeah, yep. So um, that was really just about consolidation. Um, I think it was... Everybody started off in NIL, like we gotta like really do the math. NIL is coming up on its second year in 2023. It was legalized in 2021. So we aren't even a full, you know, two years into this thing yet. So a lot of this, and, and I saw an article today that was talking about, cause there's a lot of platforms. There's gonna need to be a lot of consolidation in NIL, right? Because mm -hmm. what, what, you, what you saw is, everybody thought they could do or think thinks they can do nil like like it has a business that can do nil right like everybody like people were doing hey my business started off i, I worked with influencers and then it's like nil oh let me go let me run to the money right like it's the new thing uh -huh. but what 
what you see is that that's not really sustainable. So what I hope is a lot of businesses merge and just become one thing instead of trying to pull the same people in 20 different directions, bro. Just pull right. them in one, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what the, the merger with um, Commonwealth was really about is like, how do we consolidate the, the ecosystem so that our fans aren't looking to support student athletes in 20 different places? Right. And then you got people in the NIL space and this ain't no shot at nobody. I don't want no smoke. No, nobody try to fuck me up at the next tailgate. But you got people that just say, oh, I'm in the NIL space. And they might make a Twitter account. I'm such and such NIL. And you got a lot of misinformation and you got a lot of um, you got a lot of nasty business going on behind the scenes. And the people that get hurt is the athletes. Um when they when they're dealing with these people with these Twitter handles and all kinds of shit yeah. going on, um, have you personally had to deal with anybody? I'm pretty sure you have in your DMs. Hey, I'm trying to get in the NIL space. Uh, how did you do it? Uh, I, do some business with me, like. Well, let me say this too, um, and I, I want to go on record with this that Triumph is not perfect, right? Like we, uh, we're you know, when you, Kelly always says like, we're building the plane and trying to fly it at the same time, right? Because <laughs> like, it, it, you know, we got to help the athletes, but we also don't have the infrastructure yet. So we don't have the bandwidth, like people got full-time jobs and they trying to do this, you know? So like, right. there are some things that fall through the cracks from a um, customer service standpoint or, you know, but it's not intentional. In, intentional. Um, but as far as your question, Don, um, related to people wanting to get into NIL. I don't really get DMs as much as I get like email inquiries every day or we get email inquiries that are like, hey, I'm a financial advisor and I can help your student athletes manage their money. Or, you know, like somebody's like, hey, we have a platform that helps connect. You know, like everybody has an NIL idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so it's it's challenging, man, and and really... I think it's one of those things. I compared it jokingly to the the NFT crypto world. You know what I'm saying? Where mm, like, yeah, you know, when when crypto and NFTs first started, everybody, you know, you saw these what were the the, the monkey things or the the, the, yeah, the Twitter things, avatars, right? yeah. yeah, and like everybody's doing it, and it's like a pump and dump scheme or something, you know, or 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 it just isn't around anymore. Um, that's kind of how I view NIL is that like what it looks like today. And what it's going to look like in five years, probably even one year from now, it's going to be completely different. So um, where do you yeah. think it's going? Like if you had, to, you know, if, from your perspective, what you see, what do you, where do you think NIL is kind of shifting towards in the future? Or are you just completely in the dark with it? Nah, man, I think a couple of things, um, not to scare anybody, but I think Title IX is going to be a factor because you're going to have, you know, equality issues related to how much money schools are spending on one sport versus maybe another sport. So that's something mm -hmm. that people are going to have to keep an eye on. Um, and then also revenue sharing. So California, the state of California actually passed a bill. It's a bad bill, but they passed a bill uh, to start like revenue sharing based on sport and different things like that. But essentially everybody going to have to break bread, bro. You can't have, 
billion dollar TV contracts and then not break bread with the people who they're watching on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like that just doesn't, that doesn't make sense from a business model standpoint. So I think, um, I think that's where it's going to end up going is like, you're going to end up seeing like revenue sharing. Uh, The schools don't want to see the kids become employees and they say it's because they could terminate. I can fire an employee, right? Well, you can right. tell a kid. You can tell a kid to transfer too, right now. Like, yeah, so don't right. give me that. You can fire an employee thing. That's not why they're scared. They're scared because if these kids are employees and they decide that they want to unionize, and Don V, you probably know a little bit about this, right? Mm. Like, um, you know, if unions get involved and these kids are employees, oh, you. The NCAA, the schools, like it's gonna, it's gonna break down. So I think the future of NIL honestly needs better leadership. Um, it needs some people at the top or in the NCAA or with the conferences who are open-minded. And I've said this that like if college sports took the pro sports mentality, they would thrive. They would probably blow the NFL and the NBA and MLB out the water, right? The issue with college sports is it's so bureaucratic and it's so political and it's so, this is the way we've always done it and good old old boy system, old school, that they don't have any, any type of innovation in the building to actually like advance ideas that would make sense that are like common sense ideas. So when baseball reluctantly but eventually they decided to put a damn pitch clock out there right that's innovation right when the nba says we're gonna have a play-in game that's innovation you know when the nfl says we're gonna allow celebrations because that's what the fans want to see that's innovation college sports are still like antiquated and very like old school and if they just you see the big 12 commissioner kind of come in with some ideas where he has like garth brooks and Shaq on his board and sitting courtside, like that's what it's going to take to make college sports truly what it has the potential to be is like, people are going to have to get comfortable with it's a business. And, you know, it's not, I'm not going to use the word plantation, but it's not like, uh, it's not just a, a, a opportunity for people to get rich and line their pockets off of free labor, you know, and that's what college sports have been forever is like, yeah, we're going to pay our coach $9 million and we're going to have a, a sold out stadium of a hundred thousand. But this kid who tore his ACL isn't going to have lifetime health insurance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, they've like, been big corporations for too long and it's breaking down. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's in chaos and I don't know how, but it, it's going to take leadership to step in and like, and and I think that's what you're also seeing with these mega conferences is it's actually a good thing because at least they can maybe move in unison. You know what I mean? And I think that's the issue with the NCA right now is like, you do have the group of five and the power five and conference realignment and all these people are kind of moving state laws, right? Like, so you, what NIL is in Florida is different than what it is in Virginia and Oregon and all these places, right? Like it's too chaotic. So somebody has to come in and say, look, man, these are the rules. This is how we move in. And it probably would take, if I were to hire anybody, like no disrespect to Charlie Barker or whatever, but 
Um, I'd probably go get somebody from a pro league, bro. I get Roger Goodell's number two, or I'd go get Adam Silver's number two and like be like, man, help us figure this out from a, a big business standpoint of how to take care of each stakeholder, the athlete, the donors, the school, the coaches, like help us, the TV partners, like it, it's going to take somebody who has like, in my opinion, outside professional, like business acumen, Factors, not yeah. like, yeah, not somebody who was like, well, I've been working in athletics since like, bro, <laughs> the, the world has passed you by right now. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> world War so, II. Yeah. The world has passed know. a lot of these motherfuckers back. Um, yeah, so. so how, so how do, how do people sign up? How do people get locked in, tapped in with the number one NIL in Virginia in the Virginia Tech landscape? Yeah, because I still gotta sign up. I, I, I'm definitely <laughs> signing up. I don't be just talking, bro. I'm definitely signing up. If I no. can give Netflix or whoever money, then I can definitely give Triumph my and money. That's how I felt about being a patron of y'all show when y'all started it, Don and, and Drift. Like you know, like. You know, I don't know how much y'all were able to, you know, do, but and how much it helped. But like, like you said, if I can give ten dollars a month to, you know, Burger King, bro, I can get ten dollars a month to see somebody, <laughs> you know, try and advance their their business and things like that. So I think that's and we do have a ten dollar a month subscription, ironically, uh, at, at Triumph. So I think that what people have to realize is. Um, like I talked about earlier, you have to try and make NIL sustainable. And what that means, making it sustainable means that people can do this for a living, right? They can do it for a living, they can manage it for a living, um, and they can take care of the student athlete experience as, you know, for a living. So that's going to take capital, right? And right. instead mm -hmm. of going to a donor and, and holding your hand out every time you need something, if you have a subscriber base, a donor base, so to speak, for NIL, then you're able to move quicker on things that you need to move quick on, right? So like a lot of times, you know, things need to happen fast, right? You don't have time to go find money. You don't have time to go, you like, bro, I need this tomorrow, you know, for whatever the situation is. And I think um, that's what the platform helps people do. So if you go to triumphnil.com, it'll reroute to the platform. And basically the best way to look at it, we were talking about it earlier, is like, this is our version of Facebook. You know what I'm saying? This is our version of MySpace. This is our version of, uh, even Tech Sideline has a subscription or 247, right? Like, so the idea of like our version of Hulu or Netflix, like it's not a uncommon idea. Um, I just think people have to get comfortable with the idea of contributing their their money, their hard-earned money, which I don't take for granted. And then also, like we talked about, Don, is like, how do we make sure we're giving you something worth your money in return, right? Like, so if you love, the reason you like watching Netflix is because you love uh, watching, I don't know, historical documentaries or some something like that. We got to make sure we have that equivalent on our platform. So whatever it is that you want, as a as a subscriber we have to make sure we're feeding you and that's what mitch works on every day um so what you can expect is uh more like content related to behind the scenes documentaries podcasts um but also on the platform you can um buy a video shout out like cameo on there um you can also 
uh, attend. So this is one of the things we've been pumping and people really haven't adopted it yet. So I actually need to get y'all on these, but we have these meet and greet opportunities. So just like in, in person, if you were to go to a meet and greet to see Jay-Z um, and you paid an extra X amount of dollars to have an opportunity to like top it up with him before his concert or after his concert or whatever, that's kind of how the platform is set up. So let's just say hypothetically, and it's, it, in my opinion, it's going to take off when the season starts. But let's say, let's use Liz oh, yeah. Kennedy for, for oh, example. Yeah, for sure. if, if Liz goes out and she hits a buzzer beater against UNC like she did last year, and we're able to like the next day say, hey, you guys want to spend time with Liz? It's $10 a ticket, but you'll get two minutes one-on-one with Liz and you can record it and save it to your, you know, to your drive. So like you have this moment that you've spent with Liz and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about as long as it's like, you know, PG and all that type of thing. Right. But like um, that, that's a cool feature that we have that we need people to really buy into. And is like these like meet and greets that you can um, purchase tickets to online. So. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. uh, Like building the platform to give back to the subscribers. And that's, I think that's what like the best Patreons do is provide the content. And I think that's what you guys are doing here and it's going to work. My question is what's, how do you guys manage the relationships with athletes? Like there seems like there's so many athletes, seems like there's a lot of relationships that have to be managed. Like, is it, you know, on one person or is it a group of people? Like, how does that kind of work? It's definitely a group effort. I think that was one of the areas, like I said, that we honestly have to do better at because it's like what, what you realize is like when we started Triumph, before we merged with anyone, we were planning to be like the 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 elite NIL group, right? Like we were going to, you know, and when I say elite, what I mean is like we were just going to work with like a small group of student athletes. We weren't going to work with all of them, but as things evolved and we merged and different things, and then you see the need, um, a lot of student athletes could benefit from uh, leveraging their name, image, and likeness because maybe they're a baseball player and they're only on partial scholarship, right? So any extra money they have benefits them. So uh, from a relationship standpoint, we all kind of have our guys or girls that we you know, keep in touch with or we have relationship with. Um, and we kind of manage it as a group, but we are working. And this is goes back to why this has to be, these have to be full-time roles, right? Because you can't part-time manage student athletes or any athlete or any talent for that matter, right? Like, um, you know, so being available, being accessible um, for our student athletes to support them, how they want to be supported. And then building the infrastructure where it's like plug and play, where like, the athletes know, okay, these are the tools that Triumph has given me. All I have to do is, you know, post about it, or all I have to do is retweet something. You know, it's not too much work on either side. So that's kind of where we're trying to work towards is like streamlining a system, but that takes time, right? Like right. you don't build, build uh, Jeff Bezos didn't build what Amazon, in a, Amazon <laughs> in a day, yeah. bro. It took him forever. And like, I think that's my biggest thing is like, how do we get people to trust us, to buy in? That takes a lot of like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a grind. Um, but for everybody who ever said, we don't get the recruits we should get and we need this, we need that. Like, all right, well, put your money where right. your is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that doesn't mean yeah. you got to subscribe. That just means it that. It do mean that. If, no, it do mean that. <laughs> yeah, we're telling them. We're telling them they need to. 
We're subscribing. No, we Everybody else needs to. A lot of motherfuckers on Twitter just be chatting, bro. They need to put their money up, bro, for real. So, yeah. And, and, and to put some 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 numbers in context for you, right? So so what I meant by it didn't have to just be subscriptions. It could be buying a student athlete's T-shirt. It could be okay. anything, right? But but the or other a birthday thing, shout out. I could get yeah, me yeah, a birthday shout out from Bob. Man, just just go spend your money in the in the marketplace with the student athletes. But the other side of it is just to give you context, bro. The University of Tennessee's subscribers they have twenty five hundred paid subscribers. Tech sideline has upwards of like anywhere from five to ten thousand, you know, subscribers, right? Paid and unpaid. Um, you know, so when you really look at like what the opportunity, and then you think about living alumni in, in at Virginia Tech or fans, right? Like let's just take a conservative number of twenty five thousand that we were able to do for the drive for twenty five. If twenty five thousand people say I'm gonna give ten dollars a month every month, like annually, we'd be at almost three million dollars in NIL funding to go support student athletes. If all twenty five thousand of those people just said I'm gonna give ten dollars a month. Cause that's two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm. And you multiply that out over twelve months, you know, that's three million. Um, if my math is correct, so and that's just off. Got a new drive for twenty five? Is that what I'm hearing? And that's that's what it has to be. It has to be subscribed yeah. for twenty five, but it has to be, to you know, um, like I said, that's off crowdfunding, and then you mix in maybe that donor who has a big check to cut or you mix in a spot a brand who wants to mm-hmm. sponsor the whole all the all the social media videos they want to have their logo on it right for for a hundred thousand right like so we're not talking right. about adding in those big checks what we're talking about is like we have to figure out to do this collectively together at small increments like bro when you bust down ten dollars a day don v you know what I'm saying? Or ten dollars a month. So what that is per day? Come on, man. We talking like thirty right. cent a day or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you ain't got thirty cent to to help your team or, or your school support student athletes, man. Like so, you know, people just gotta. I hope they're listening to this and they really understand that. Like, and and I'm not counting anybody's pockets because I I understand like, you know, it, it's a it's a uh, inflationary it's a lot, economy, it's a lot, right? It's a lot of broke motherfuckers out here. Now we we got. <laughs> But they yeah, got ten dollars a month. You feel they me? Got you got thirty cent a day. I hope. I, I mean, maybe you got thirty cent a day, but you know, it, it's some things that go along with that. So basically, what we are is we are the people who are going to be able to make sure whatever you have to contribute to NIL is done compliantly, that you get something right. back that you want for your money. You know what I mean? And Virginia Tech, like athletics, can sleep at night knowing that. We aren't jeopardizing student athletes' eligibility for a check. You feel what I'm saying? So, right. Um, and, it, and the money's getting into the right hands, like getting into the right hands. Yep. You, you and, just uh, sat here and said that y'all not even right as of right now. Nobody, the, the six people involved, the main people, ain't even getting money off of this. Ain't made no money off of it, man. Man, we gotta do like a parody video. Oh, because I, I would have made a dollar by now. <laughs> Somebody would have like been short. We got to do a parody yeah. video and have the players out there, you know, and doing like the arms of an angel theme song in the back, asking for 30 cents a day. <laughs> 30 cents a day. Like those old I know y'all saw the bro. commercials growing up, man. 
Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of things too, and I'll say this that like we don't we've always been intentional about not like not broadcasting, bro. Like we don't tell people how much money an athlete is getting or we don't, you know, right. Uh like we don't yeah, promote certain things. We don't promote certain things, but like it's because ultimately like I I hate schools who put or at collectives whoever that put out like we paid such and such eight million dollars i'm like bro do you know where that kid is from you just told the whole world how much money this kid is making and he gotta go you know he's still a kid right like he's not a pro yet technically right but you just put a target on his back in his community for his cousins and uncles and you know the hater in the neighborhood when you you put a number on it but that's that's them recruiting the next one though but but it's, well, and it's, it you, it's, it's but it's also ass backwards because you you put in, you now you've told the next recruit how much he's you you got to pay him. Oh, I heard y'all pay him. Yeah, that, that's the so floor. Got to pay me. Yeah, that's the yeah, floor. Yeah, like it, it's actually hustling backwards. But you're right. People were trying to make splashes and like you know that sort of thing. So I just we've never really been that type of like vibe, man. We've never we've always tried to do it in a very like professional way and there is going to be some news coming out soon related to um like a a a recognition that we're going to be receiving um in the coming months uh i think next month now uh from a prominent like uh outlet about you know our role in nil and like where we rank so my goal is like bro if y'all rock with triumph which i hope you do we rock with Triumph, bro. Uh, get 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 behind it and and do something, man. Whether it's a subscription, you buying a T-shirt, you buying a shout-out video, man. Like you know, support. We the we we definitely rock with the movement because y'all don't got y'all don't got the Virginia Tech logo looking musty out here. Like I can go to several different instances. Like you got the University of Florida, right, where they supposedly had three million for Jalen Rashada. The, the NIL collective or whatever the case may be, they didn't have the money. So the kid asked for his uh release or his uh scholarship. Um, yeah. He asked for the release of his scholarship. Now he got killed for three days. And then it came out, oh yeah, the NIL collective, then he had the money. So the school looked bad, the kid looked bad, and the NIL collective looked bad. And now he's at Arizona State. And then you got Miami a year ago. Life wallet, John Ruiz was throwing money for everybody, basketball and football. Now the money looking funny a year later, they tricked off. Triumph. It's not it's not sustainable. Yeah. Triumph ain't y'all face clean. Y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't out here lying. Y'all ain't out here flexing it. And got a whole bunch of out of bounds clown stuff going on. Y'all doing it right. Y'all not putting nobody at risk. Y'all not running around tricking the bag on any any and everybody who ain't played a down of college football yet, y'all doing it the right way. So I would be yeah. like I would be part of the problem if 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 I wasn't encouraging people to support what y'all got going on. Um yeah. you said you said triumphnil.com. Yeah triumphnil.com is the app in the works? The app got to be in the works. So, so the, the the app has to be in the works for sure. Um, the thing that we so when we the the company who helped us build this platform, you know, they decided that in this new day and age, most people have. I think you can even do it on a, a Droid or Android, whatever, right? But like 
you can basically make a website an app. You know what I'm saying? Like you can save it to your home screen and it functions right. just like an app would. So, but yeah, there are things that we need to be able to do, like push notifications and things like that. So the app definitely needs to be in the works. Um, but I think ultimately, like to your point, Don, talking about some of those other schools, like anybody with common sense would tell you that that money can dry up, right? So that's why if you have that donor base every year giving $10 a month, that money is never going to dry up technically, right? Like you'll be able to every year budget and plan for how do we compliantly, you know, execute this money. But what's happening is, um, you know, people were just in a rush to get involved and mm-hmm. people were out here out here wilding man but yeah triumphnil.com is the platform it, it has this is just I, if i had to compare it to anything like i said man it's the first iteration of facebook man you, i don't know if y'all remember but when facebook <laughs> dropped and where facebook is now is like night and day it's just that people got to be willing to like ride that wave with us um and, and grow with us and give us feedback you know and let us know like what you like, what you don't like, what we can do better, how we can improve um, that way that we can really, you know, we need to take that honest feedback so we can keep improving the product. And um, like I said, man, I think it's, it's a cool way to do NIL. Um, and we still got work to do. We aren't perfect, you know what I mean, by any means, but it's not from a lack of want to or intent. You know, our heart is in the right places. Kevin and I were former athletes at Tech, right? We weren't able to benefit off NIL and, uh, you know, we want to make sure these these young people are um, taking advantage of this opportunity and doing it the right way. And, you know, um, so it may it has to be sustainable, man. If NIL goes away, it's, it's a loss for everybody. So it's going to be interesting to see where it develops, where it goes. But, yeah, people got to support. And um, like I said, man, if anybody ever has any questions, because what you'll get to is like, you know, people won't support because maybe it's me, right? Or maybe it's, you know, whoever, who knows whatever their reason is. But like, if you genuinely have an issue with something that I've said or something we're doing or you don't like the logo or the color scheme or something, just talk to us, bro, because it's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I don't even think that's the issue. I think the issue would be there is a lot, there's a segment of the population that's just against NIL. And it's just you know, they don't understand it. Secretly against it, though, like they, 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 they won't go on record and publicly say they're against it. But like deep down, they're like, I hate this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot so, of people that are just against it. Yeah. You know, I do have a question about the the website. Could you kind of yeah. explain the tiers, like the monthly tiers, and then get into what the like nil points are on the website? Yeah, so NIL points are basically, and this is something that will probably eventually change. I'm working on them about this, but um, NIL points are basically, the way they look at it is like Roblox, right? Where mm-hmm. like you you put your money in the marketplace and then you get tokens and you can distribute those tokens however you see fit. So it's like a right? real um, program in a way. It's It's like a a way for you to distribute that money where you want it to go. Right. So like, you know, when you buy tokens, like your subscription is one thing, your subscription kind of goes into a big pot, 
right? Mm -hmm. But then your tokens that you buy, you know, a la carte, right? So say you want to spend a hundred dollars on NIL tokens, right? Now you can go and distribute that hundred dollars to 10 different athletes, right? Like okay. directly to their channel or to their podcast or to their shout out, or, you know, like you can kind of move around the whole site and like just start being Santa Claus around that moment if you want to, you know what I mean? So um, that's kind of what tokens are. Uh, and yeah, as far as this, that's, this is why this is good. So we can yeah. All yeah. And I, we need to do a better, like I said, man, we got to do a better job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, so, that's what this is for. Um, We're getting it out there tonight. That's what we get yeah, it out to the people. We, we get into the nooks and crannies and explaining what's going on so people can know where their money yeah, is going. But the, the, way, the way it was confusing for even for me to people is like, all right, so $10 gets you 100 tokens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then a meet and greet might cost you legit 100 tokens. It might cost you $10. So what we're working on is like, how do we make the $10 worth of tokens actually be 10 tokens instead of a hundred tokens. You know what I mean? Like yeah, how do we dollar. like actually dollar for dollar this thing instead of like, cause when people get on there and they see a meet and greet for 7,500 tokens, they're like, what the, f you know, 7,500. Yeah. But really it's seven, it's $75. You know what I'm saying? What so yeah. it, it's like, we gotta, we gotta clean that up. So that's something I'm advocating for, um, with the developers. And then as far as the, like, uh, the, the tier structures and things like that. Um, basically it's a, a monthly fee and then you have um, uh, like you can pay your annual thing upfront, right? But um, mm -hmm. what we're also working on right now is like, how do we make sure we offer more to people at the time of their subscription, right? So let's just say right now it's set up where if you buy a $10 monthly subscription, you know, you don't that you don't get any tokens or anything with that subscription. You're just paying ten dollars a month. But what I'm working on with the developers is, um, and our business model is like, how do we give you maybe ten tokens to start with, right? Like, so your first month subscription comes with ten tokens, or, or sorry, mm -hmm. not ten tokens, a hundred tokens, or twenty five hundred tokens because you bought a twenty five dollars subscription. Or you know, how do we give people more, or like you get access to a meet and greet for. You know, like, how do we just start layering these? It could be, not to throw an idea out there, but it could be like, uh, you know, say you're subscribed for six months and at the end of the six months, you get a certain amount of tokens, you know, like to reward oh, I love that. people retention. that, yeah, reward the people that stick around. You know what I mean? Reward retention. I love that. Yeah. I, I love think that. We got, we're doing we got this. the Don V level. We got the legend. We got the legend. <laughs> and you know what we're, you know what we talked about too, though, um, is, we want you guys to even potentially like be on the platform. Like that's the people who we've seen success with. And like, cause the, the people who built this platform built it originally for like influencers. And then we, they pivoted and we kind of partnered with them to, to help support our, our ecosystem. But um, let's just say you guys have an audience, right? What you do, like, why couldn't you, you know, maybe host your, audience on our platform yeah with the, with the student athlete or you know That's that kind of stuff or, 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 or what if we in a perfect world because this is the flag that i'm carrying always like what if in a perfect world man we got all virginia tech related media 
and everybody, Vic 757 show, everybody on one place, right? So like it almost becomes like the one Virginia stop shop. Tech yeah. one stop shop for like anything related to Virginia Tech fandom. And you can support student athletes in the process, right? Like yep. so which is the that's the one goal. Yeah. That's what we're after. We want Virginia yeah. Tech sports to win and be good. That's why we're fans. Yeah. Build the machine. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'm with yeah, it, man. So we that's got the, the message board I, on Triumph website. I'm with it. <laughs> Will Stewart, Will Stewart gonna come after us. We put the message board on there, but put the message board up, bro. <laughs> how how important is that? To y'all, forces. I mean, how, how important is that? The message boards. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I I don't think they're that for. I mean, for me, you know, talk about. My, I don't really use message boards that much, but I'm just thinking if you're going to create a one-stop shop, there's got to be a community. You need a community or somewhere that people can dump thoughts to. Maybe um, a chat, like have a, like have a chat, you know, like a chat board. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we kicked it, we, we kicked around the message board concept, but you know, at the time we were like, we were trying to play nice in the sand with, you know, everybody wow. out here. We didn't yeah. want to, you know, but no, you got to step well, on some toes. It, it actually, it might be kind of cool because what you could do is like, say, save Don goes out, right? Say Vito goes out and, and gets a picture with, you know, whoever he can post it on the site and be like, Hey, I went out and did this and boom, here's a picture of me with said athlete or whatever. Yeah. You could, so you could it may spread be fan the experience. Yeah, 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 exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I like that. So we'll kick that around, man. And I think that's, that's what I was saying is like, there's going to be, you know, a bunch of different variations of this platform. Um, and really we, you know, we appreciate the people who've already subscribed and Don don't, don't feel no pressure, man. I know you haven't yet, but like do it on your time, do, do it when it makes sense for you do it in a way that like, you know, it, I, I don't want people to feel like they gave or, and I'm not saying this is you Vito, but like, I don't want anyone to ever give begrudgingly, right? Like, I don't want somebody to be like, oh, I had to give. It's like, no, man, you gave because, like, this is important to you. But like I said, when there's a situation that comes up where Triumph needs capital because that's the name of the game in NIL, right? Like, you got to have capital available, um, you know, we don't have to go knock on somebody's door and be like, please, sir, can I have some more? You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to do the whole, like, begging thing. Like, we can we can move without needing to, you know, ask anybody. Whereas maybe the people that, you know, maybe another situation, another place, they don't have that same type of access, you know, because the life wallet money is dried up, you know, or whatever the case is. So the life um, wallet I just money want- Real funny down there. Funny in the light, yeah. So I, I hope people just understand, like, we got to, like, I'm big, just so to clarify, like, we're just big in the crowdfunding. You know what I mean? Like, we have to crowdfund, bro. Like, we have to, like, all everybody just put their money in the pot and, like, trust Triumph to distribute it and make it compliant and blah, 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 you know? So... Yeah, I think I think with our audience, I think we kind of preaching to the choir. I think we all understand. Honestly, it's the older crowd that don't believe. You know, a lot of old older people don't believe in putting their credit card online. They don't believe. <laughs> no, nah, for real, they don't believe. Like, I'm not giving. That's a scam. That sounds like a scam. 
it's a lot of <laughs> older people that don't but they think they got a scholarship and free room and board what they need my money for right. it's come it's it's honestly getting to them is the hard part get i think our listeners are gonna be like okay cool we're gonna sign up whatever whatever i don't think you're gonna have any problem it's the older and virginia tech i mean it's a lot of old heads in the state like I ain't old like and they not i'm not putting my credit card on there and well you gotta that. think i remember i went to the, this hokey club event last year and I think the average age of a member of the Hokey Club is like maybe over 60, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so um, that that's a very valid point, Vito, is like, you know, we got to. But that's where I get back to the whole idea around what leadership needs to do related to college sports is they got to, you know, when Roger Goodell or Adam Silver or even the new uh, MLB commissioner or whatever, when they realize like, bro, we got to reach a new audience. What do they do? They try and do things that that new audience wants to see. They don't just keep feeding the people who are getting ready to, you know, ship off. So I think that's where that creativity and that willingness to take chances. But once again, let me just frame it for everybody. College athletics is a place where you get in trouble when you mess up, right? If you know, you look at how long it, it took Dan Snyder to get have to sell the team. He still ain't even really executed that sale of that team yet, right? So in pro sports, right. they got a lot more leeway versus like in college, man, you make the wrong choice, you make the wrong decision, you do something that you think is good and turn out bad, people gonna run you out of town. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't even right. gonna get a chance to like keep your job, it, whether man. that's school president, AD, coach collected whoever right people are just in college for some reason and that creates people that are scared to do things because they like i ain't risking my job you know what i mean so they just sit on their hands and it's like bro you got to take chances out here or you just gonna you know you gonna nickel dime your way to to you know mediocrity you know what i'm saying so it's it's wild out here man it's wild out here triumphnil.com sign up and I think the biggest I think the biggest piece of news you drop is you don't have to subscribe to purchase anything off the website you can still buy merch you can still buy shout outs you can still contribute and if you're a Virginia Tech football fan and you you because I'm one of those people where I wasn't really comfortable donating to the to how things used to be Mm because like I said I you know it's do telescopes in the planetarium or whatever. How <laughs> about them telescopes? Yeah. I wanted to contribute to the athletic. I know they say it's the athletic scholarship. Well, listen, y'all got a new treadmill and a fresh horse on that thing. Who paid for that? <laughs> so what I'm saying is with this triumph for the football fans, even if you're not a football fan, if you're a student or whatever, you know you ain't just bought a new spaceship that the, the, the engineers, shout out to the engineers. I don't want to disrespect no students, but I ain't go there. I'm a football fan. So, um, NFL draft just came and went. Uh, Virginia Tech had one guy drafted, Jamari Khan. He went in the fourth round to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Virginia Tech used to be heavily involved in the uh, NFL draft, especially on day three. But uh, just one guy drafted. And, uh, congratulations to Chamari. 
uh, Silas Janzi is going to Tampa Bay on the uh, free agent, on the free agent pickup. Everybody else, hey, bro, summer vacay, bro. Go get your bag and, you know, God bless. But um, I'm going to start with Drift. You a Cincinnati Bengals fan. How'd your draft go, Chief? Uh, draft for us went pretty solid. I mean, we just went all defense really to start because uh, they're going to have to pay Burrow. They're going to have to pay Chase and Higgins. So money's going to be in the offense in the couple in the next couple of years. So they're going to have to have rookies on the defense, and they load it up. Uh, so they're going to be good there. But um, outside of the Bengals draft, I thought first round was pretty interesting. I was surprised Levis fell. Um, Richardson is going to be interesting to watch. The Texans move to, like, get – Will Anderson right after CJ Stroud. I thought that was genius. So, um, but solid draft all around. I watched it pretty much every single day. I love the draft. So decent one, but toss it to Joe. How'd your bears do, man? I, I personally didn't really lo- love their draft, but I want to hear it from you. I like the high end of the draft. Like I think Darnell Wright was the right move. We needed a right tackle. Uh, we addressed the defensive line issues. And we got a really good receiver. One of your guys, man, from Cincinnati. We got Scott. Tyler Scott? Yeah. Yeah, he's a burner, man. I wanted Jalen Hyatt. He was there a couple times, and we passed. Don't know why. You know, I don't do the scouting for a reason, obviously. But, you know, I I thought it was pretty good, man. We addressed the main issues and got some depth. Didn't hate it. Didn't super love it, but I'm happy. What about you, B-Hill? What's your team? I don't have a team. team. Oh, you said be here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. No, you go. I I gotta give man Howie Roseman and and Philly. Like I don't know who they gearing up to play. I don't know if they playing the 2012 Alabama team or who. Man, they they tooled up. You know they the trades they made, the guys they drafted, what they did in free agency. The team that they already had that fell short in the Super Bowl, I, I really love what Philly did. Um, and then uh, I like Detroit too, man. I like what Detroit did. Um, so uh, those were like two that stood out to me. I love Detroit's draft too. I thought uh, the Jameer Gibbs pick was early, but I thought it was perfect fit. Like he's going to thrive in that offense. So. Um, I think we might see a Lions, Eagles, maybe 49ers uh, NFC Championship coming up soon. So I'm there for it. Yeah, shout out, shout out. Uh, 49ers ain't really have no needs outside of safety. So once they got Jair Brown in the third round, they was picking mostly special teamers, uh, guys that's going to be on special teams and maybe one day – can can crack the rotation. So 49ers had a meh draft because we we drafted uh we drafted Trey Lance and we drafted Christian McCaffrey. That's what we drafted in the first, second round. So <laughs> so we was taking you know, we we started in the third round and we was taking mostly special team guys. We drafted a kicker. So that lets you in know the fourth round, doing. right? In like the third. didn't y'all take him in the third? Goodness gracious. Third round, third round kicker. Uh so I was saying he need to be Justin Tucker. Like that when you draft a kicker that have, that means you should not have to know who he is for the next 15 years. Like he need to be a damn good kicker. Like, but um, yeah, 49ers, they didn't have they didn't have any needs, uh, unless people want to say quarterback, but 
We ain't have any big pressing needs. We just, you know. I would have liked shit. to have seen y'all. I, I would have liked to have seen y'all get like another uh, running back. You know, to, to pair with McCaffrey. You know, I felt like y'all asked him to do a lot in the playoffs. Um, and I don't know if that's because the injuries behind them or what, but like, I just felt like y'all needed another, another guy to balance with him. I mean, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell was a six-round back from two years ago, and he had a great fresh rookie season. They went and got Christian McCaffrey on on some insurance because uh, Elijah Mitchell was a really good running back. So we got two backs. Okay. Um, we, yeah, our I biggest, just felt like in the playoffs, y'all just leaned on Christian so much. Like, yeah, because like he ended up having to play quarterback too. Yeah, the quarterback couldn't throw, and then we put out Josh. Shout out Josh Johnson, bro. He's he a two-time 49er, but, bro, I don't know what you was on, bro. I don't know what that was about. But it is what it is, man. We t- shout out to the Eagles, man. We we caught the L train. But, um, no, nah, we, we got two backs that that I, that, uh, I like. So, it's just – I don't we know, just got y'all – I, I, I just think y'all – I don't think y'all is – is staying pat as y'all as you think, man. I think y'all might be feeling yourself a little bit because y'all division so bad. Like y'all, y'all got a bad division. <laughs> Our division bad. What you talking about? Yeah, bro. Kyler Murray and them were bad, and uh, the Rams were bad. You know what I'm saying? So like the Rams, who expected the Rams to be bad? Nobody. Okay, yeah, so that, they were. So, okay, so last year the the. People looked at the Rams as a disappointment. And people looked at the Cardinals as a disappointment. The year before that, three teams out the West made the playoffs. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying, I just think y'all are just feeling yourself a little bit too much. But shout out, you know who I do want to shout out is is the Bengals. I, I do like with the Bengals, that makes a lot of sense, Drift, with like that whole game plan and like be young on defense and have uh pay your offensive guys because y'all got some studs on offense um still got to keep joe burrow upright but it's a different conversation um, hey we we got orlando brown in free agency so hopefully that helps um yeah but i mean hey let both both the super bowl season and last season ended on him getting sacked so i'm i agree with you there the offensive line's got to be you know topic yeah. conversation but and- and shout out to Jeff King. Um, Joe, I don't know if you know this, but Jeff King, the former Virginia yes, Tech Hokie, is is like a high up over there in uh Chicago, um, in the scouting oh, department in the front office. Yeah, he's he's yeah, I see he's Jeff King like, in the city all the time, man. Yeah, he's right under um probably the, the GM, you know what I mean? Like he they love Jeff King there. Like really? he's, he's like yeah, lead scout or something. Uh, He's 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 a big dog there for sure. So like when you if you actually watched y'all's draft room, I forgot which pick it was, but like they flashed to him. He was in the room. You know he's prominent in the room. He's a big dog in that organization as a hokey. So um, man, we would yeah. just talk about Jeff King like two weeks ago. Man, shout out Jeff King, man, yeah. legend. Come on the pod, bro. Tell your story. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> we would just talk about yeah. Jeff King like two weeks ago. We used to fight and practice all the time, man. Jeff King was like, you know, like he would fight you in practice. Like that that's that's you know, that's the difference between eras, man. Like 
we were fighting on in practice, but then on Saturday we were, you know, locked and locked and loaded. But he was a dog, man. Great teammate. Hey, that's what that's what tech gotta get back to. You gotta get yeah, we always had the uh higher end talent, but them Jeff Kings, them Danny Coles, you know, them guys like that, man, them scrappy guys, man. You we need that back. Yeah. What's y'all prediction for the season? Oh, I know we wrapping up probably towards the end, but I I ain't really get to talk to y'all about yeah. like what are y'all expecting from the team? Cause I know what my expectations are. So I'm curious what y'all are. Put, put me down for five wins. Give me five Ooh. wins. That's that that steady improvement. Um no, we won three. We won three last year. Put me, give me five books. Put me oh down for God. five. Put me down for five Drew, books. What you got, Drew? Um, I think the the ACC is gonna be kind of down this year and it might play into our favor. So uh, my expectation is going to be six, but I will talk myself oh my into seven. God. I'll be at seven okay. and five by the time season starts. God. Okay. Joe, give me something, Joe. Hey, man, this is probably second year. I think the first year he had to do a lot rebuilding in the state of Virginia with high school coaches, with recruiting. But I really want to get the six wins, man, some way, shape, or oh form. I think that would be just what are we able, to make a bowl. I don't think eight? You know, I'm at I'm at not all right. So let me let me just tell you where I'm at. There's 10 wins on that schedule. Winnable, you're 10, talking about winnable games. There are 10 winnable games on that schedule. You're talking about Rutgers, you're talking about Purdue, you're talking about you know, I think Louisville is on that schedule. Like, there's 10 winnable games. ODU, West Kentucky. Like, there's 10 winnable games on that schedule. ODU Will they lost win a them? lot. Purdue lost a lot, too. And Louisville. Whether, they got first-year head coach. So. What, what, yeah. Whether we win them, that's a different conversation. But are there 10 wins on that schedule? A thousand percent. And, Don V, to your point, to me, last year was the six-win season, and I'm gonna walk you through how it was supposed to be the ten-win season. I mean, the six-win season, right? So we won the three that we won, right? Mm-hmm. But we weren't supposed to lose. We shouldn't have lost the ODU, right? That's four, right? I'm not counting. We you don't lose the ODU, bro. I'm not counting that. So that's four. You shouldn't have lost the Georgia Tech. That's five, right? You shouldn't have lost the NC State. That's six. You probably beat UVA if you play UVA. That's seven. Right. So like to me, last year was the six win season, seven win season. But I need to be at I need to be at nine, bro. Nine on the nine, flip side. Anything less than nine is a disappointment to me. But on the flip side, okay, if you want to use that logic, we also could have lost the liberty. We probably should have lost the liberty. Eric, yeah, but I you mean, it's still a wash with with like that's the six win season though. Like so we lose the liberty, but we beat UVA, we still win six. But you can't take <clears> your almost you can't take your almost wins and then denounce your almost losses. They go both ways. No, no, I'm not I'm not denouncing it, but what I'm saying is to me, that team was supposed to be the six win team. It's not my fault yeah. they didn't win the six. We had you know to make like, game. I mean, everybody going in the season said seven and five, six yeah. and six. Going Bro, you year. lose the you lose the you lose Georgia Tech on the last like at the end. You lose the NC State at the end. You lose to ODU. Come on, bro, that's a six win team. So my expectation is we figure out a way to close 
especially with the add of all this talent, right? Like we purging our roster too. Like we ain't purging it like Prime is, but we purging our roster. So I just feel like, you know, I don't want our fans to get like, think about what y'all are saying, bro. At Virginia Tech, you mm. guys said we've, we've been beat down so much that everybody I ask would, is content with six wins. Like think about that. I don't think people contend with and it. Then, I think. And, 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 then, and then slap yourself in the next sentence because you know you shouldn't be. We we shouldn't be content with that, bro. Like y'all, even if we don't win it, your expectations should still be ten, bro. Come on, my, my ex- okay, my expectation realistically. No, but realistically, is there ten wins on that schedule? Hell Tell no, me there's not ten. There's not ten no. wins on that schedule, bro. Because every team oh you just said, the Rutgers and all them, they look, oh, we got Virginia Tech. That's a dub. They, they looking at us as the dub, too. But that's oh, that's I'm... not, but that's not us, though. That's like, I I get how they're looking at us. I'm not, I'm not trying to convince y'all, but what I'm saying is the standard is the standard. And I could see if we had Ohio State and and Georgia and like I can see if we had some guys on that schedule, bro. But you talking about Rutgers, Purdue, Louisville? Come on, man. My Liberty on, last man. year with no with no NFL players, they weren't intimidated at all, bro. Me and Joe was at the ODU game. Yeah, they weren't. Nah, they won't. Scared, they won't scared of yeah. us, bro. They looked at us like, all right, what you mean? Like they won't scared of us. Like that. That we logo, went six, that. Let me tell you what's gonna happen, bro. Like because. Just this is just my opinion. If you win six games, you're gonna be right back in the same recruiting predicament you were in this past year. Like from a trying to get people to like the brand is still the brand that you can't. I guess the best way I can say it is if I go into a recruit house and I land you off a three-win season. I'm probably going to land you off a six-win season. But what I'm not going to do is close that kid that goes to Penn State and close that kid that went to North Carolina, right? Like, you're still not going to get those kids, which means you're still not going to get any better. So you have to win so that when you go into those houses, you can say, hey, man, we're a piece away, and a kid can believe it. You know what I mean? If you if you still six losses away, bro, shit, man, I'm going to go play it, you know. We agree <laughs> We agree somewhere. with you. We we agree with you. We just saying, like, that, that's not a six-win shit. I mean, that 10-win shit is not happening, bro. So who you who you got us losing to? You guys losing to everybody? I ain't got, I ain't got to I, everybody. Well, no, I said five wins. That means we're going to be five people. So, Don V, you got us losing to seven teams on that schedule, bro? Yeah, I'll, I I'll, I'll find I'll find six losses real quick. I had us losing six. I had us losing six games last Come year, on, bro. And they turned man, around and I had us only losing four games last year, man. I came yeah, out. Joe came real on funny. the bar talking, talking, <laughs> lying like a motherfucker. I said, "Hold up, bro, eight. I came out looking real funny, man. Well, he 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 was he wasn't far off, bro. They just he was off than a motherfucker. What you mean? He predicted eight wins. We won three. I had it backwards. <laughs> Whoop about some teams too, like uh, yeah, the ones I, but, I don't count the ones you get. But whipped. to your point, though, we do have the talent this year. I think 
to actually no, we get don't uh, to get better, man. I think we got the talent. We just watched the spring year. game, bro. We, we got just talent to get better. We can make a bowl game. I think bro, to make a, okay, okay to make a bowl. Oh yeah, to make a bowl. Yeah. I'm 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 depressed. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. That's all I'm gonna say. You depressed? We watched it too. That's how I'm far we've gone, man. You on paper, this is this is how bad this is why I'm depressed. On paper, on paper, y'all got us being six and six and five and seven. That's how you know we are. Like, come on, bro. We need to play the game yet, and you got us that bad. Like, come on, man. We don't don't have a full roster yet either. We still got a couple spots open. See, I, I just want them to exceed my expectations. So, you know, if I put it at six, they win seven. I'm super happy. If you put <laughs> yeah, it at nine, if you put it at nine, if you put it at nine and they and they win seven, you'll be mad. So I win there because I'm happy. I'm gonna get them boys five books, I'm, man. I'm predicting that overperform. That's what I want to see. I'm predicting so that wins. We won eight games, bro. B Hill, I'm coming to the bowl game and kissing you on the forehead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you cannot have three D tackles that got playing experience and that can contribute. God forbid. The way our trenches look, bro, is crazy as hell. Did you not see that? But John V, you play in a you play in probably the worst power five league in the country, bro. Man, that's been my reasoning for years. It's the worst power five league in the country, bro. Like you are not playing no world beaters, man. We ain't a world beater neither, though. I understand that, but my point is, you know, I, I I'm just depressed. I'm I'm sad. <laughs> this is a sad day, and we gotta watch these boys too. My, listen, last year I sat up here, I said we gonna go six and six. I said with my whole chest, I looked crazy as hell. People was telling me I was tripping in. How you gonna have us win six games? All we got, we gotta play. We playing ODU. We're playing this sorry team. We're playing that sorry team. And I said the same thing I'm saying right now. They looking at us as the win, too. <laughs> hey, man, that, man, that plane ride home after the ODU game kind of changed things. The ODU you. game was crazy as hell. They were well, doing you, the, They were talking so much smack to me and Vito after the game. We just trying to walk. Oh, they was talking nasty walking. to us, bro. They was talking never crazy lose, to us, man. You lose that game out the gate, that sets the tone for your season, unfortunately. Don't you know what I mean? Like, even had we let's say we let's say we get that stop and we win ODU, that ain't a win. You ain't supposed to have no rock fight with ODU ever. They never supposed to feel like they got a chance. As soon as we had that um that uh muff snap whatever with the field goal, oh man, game over with. You ain't yeah. supposed to be in no rock fight with ODU. That's a loss, regardless. So. Man. Nah, bro. Like I, I, like the fan in me want to say, "Yo, we gonna win on that man." Listen, that shit over with. The logo used to, the logo used to carry us to wins. I remember back in the day, like, like a team would be playing Virginia Tech and just trick themselves out of a win. Like they would be giving us a strong game, and then in the fourth quarter, somebody would just trick it off because, like, fucking Virginia Tech, like the deep, bro. Ain't nobody tricking off no games versus Virginia Tech no more. They like, bro, this shit weak as hell, bro. Like, man, fuck, man, don't get that's my. Why, that's why I'm depressed. That's that's <laughs> that's why I'm depressed, bro. I I can't I I can't live in a world where like 
see the see us that down bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's, and that's why we gotta support Triumph. That's why we have to donate. That's why we have to donate. This is your reasoning right here. If you've ever heard one, man. Like yeah. tune it up, get on there, hit that subscribe. Triumphnil.com. Yep. The hill is depressed. We need man. funding ASAP. Turn this thing around, baby. <laughs> Let's do this. ASAP. It's going right. Hey, to but the listen, right listen, this is this is this is this is my the picture I paint for you because I know we wrap it up. But like, mm-hmm. imagine you've contributed to Triumph. Uh, you got your monthly subscription. Your boys, your friend, your uncle, your dad, your cousin, everybody got their subscriptions. And, mm-hmm. you know, in three years, we're playing in a BCS or, you know, a, a one of those big bowl games. You'll you'll feel like you contributed, right? And Yeah, you know, you're it's funny a part. you become a part of it. Yeah, so that's the, that's the idea behind it is like, man, think about the future and just, you know, contribute in a way that you're going to look back and be like, damn. You know, I was a part of that, like you know, in some some That's way, the shape, or form. Club, man, That's the NIL. It is, man. And Coach Beamer was ahead of his time because he had BeamerBall.com, and he used to have the message boards and the behind-the-scene videos. And it's honestly just the same thing, uh, uh, you know, just in NIL. So um, we definitely need everybody to get behind us and support us. And uh, I, like I said, man, I appreciate everything y'all do to cover Virginia Tech athletics, and um, you know. Uh, triumph and all the student athletes, man. We really just want them to have a great experience and win some games in the process, man. So um, definitely triumphnil.com app under construction or app in the works in development. Um, yeah, app in development. I know a lot of people is like, where the app? You know, we in the app. <laughs> we in the app, uh, bro. Yeah. You know the dot That's com. True. Shit. Me, you, and Joe. That's like our generation. But Drift Generation is out. Hey, that's real. That's feedback. I need that feedback. I'm going to have a call with the developer and be like, look, man, our people saying they need an app. Make it happen. Yeah. An app. And and, and my my specific um, suggestion would be message boards. Like, I know you stepping on TSL, so what the fuck all now? Like, like we're all three in a chat or something. Like, Like, we're. I'm a community-based person. Like anything community, like that, when where people can talk, share ideas, um, they can say what's going on, and then you can get the you what you getting is you getting the information right from the people. They sitting there saying, yeah. like, listen, I need a, a way to be able to donate ten thousand dollars right here. I got the money right here. How do I do it? Yeah. And the app or the website might not have it right there. Somebody can contact you right there, and they're a subscriber, they're not a troll. You know, they got money involved. So yeah. they're not there. You know, yeah. Message boards gonna it's That's gonna be real. trolls, gonna be people playing around always. But, <laughs> but money what's involved. The, what's like, the weirdest thing y'all board. seen on, on message boards, man? Like what's the most annoying thing about like whether it's the two four seven or the tech? Like what do y'all like what is the if I if I didn't know anything about getting on one of those message boards, what would you tell me it's, to look out for as like a scam? Or, or um, somebody that plays one, around too much. The one the most annoying thing on a message board or any community is the it's the soft racism. Ain't nobody gonna flat out say nothing that's gonna cost them their livelihood. I think it's a lot of culturally clueless people online. So when they're talking about kids, especially football players, 
because they think of football players as just black kids from the hood that don't have nothing but this sport. Yeah. Like, that's the one. That, that's when I, be, I you got to step in. Like, you don't know these. a lot of these kids. A lot of these kids come from two-parent homes. A lot of these uh, yeah, kids come from great. Especially in this generation. A lot of kids come in from great backgrounds, great this. And I think a lot of fans like to assume they know a kid's upbringing. Oh, he's from such and such Virginia. He don't have shit. His dad probably make way more money than you. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's a lot of the uh, so, stuff they say about the kids. and Yeah, mostly like assuming things about like maybe why that athlete left or why he didn't come here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of things yeah. like that. I think that's the most annoying part, not really and, getting the full story, the real story. And, and, and that's the thing that I would say, too, is uh, it's tough about being in this position I'm in is like, I can't even say half the things that I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so right. like sometimes yeah. we got to yeah. really just like we can't even I can't even say, you know, I got to just watch it and watch everybody react to it and try and put out some like some kumbaya type of tweet to keep everybody calm because I can't say what I really want to say, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's the tough part for sure is like not being able to provide actual firsthand accounts of certain stuff. So. Yeah, man. But we want to thank our guest, Brenda Hill, Virginia Tech legend, a district 41 legend. (laughs) Hey, man, listen, bro. Over by the couches, bro. You, you immortalized. Well, uh, we want to thank Brenda Hill for coming on and shedding so much light on the NIL, the NIL space, and um, triumphnil.com. Sign up. Get you get. We trying to. They're working on something where you can get tokens for signing up. And anything, yeah. anything. Uh, what's your socials for the people that needed to contact you in the DMs? <clears throat> anything. Uh. My first name, last name on on Instagram and Twitter, uh, all E's and Brendan. Um, and uh, yeah, man, just reach out to us with any thoughts, feedback, questions, concerns. Um, really, just appreciate, like I said, everything y'all do, and want to, like I said, legit figure out a way to get y'all and bring y'all audience to the platform. And worst case, I got some, um, I got some comp uh, subscriptions for y'all, man, so y'all can get on there and. Move no, around, mess pay. around. No, I'm gonna pay. Hey, I'm a member, man. I'm already a member. Joe's already a member. We we wanna we wanna make sure we're we're uh contributing because trust me, when we lose these five, six games this season, <laughs> ask me, did I donate? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yes, I can play all <laughs> it ain't my fault, man. <laughs> it ain't my fault. I'm paying. Uh Trip yeah, Joe, y'all got anything to add before we leave? Nah, I signed up during the show, so I'm good to go. <laughs> hey, we two out of that, three, man. We two for three. There yeah, you yeah. go. I hey, got Don, listen. In my hand. Yeah. Listen, Don, I, I was a longtime Patreon supporter, man. I saw that no, you was. come out every every month without fail. So You would. Man. Nah, yeah, you were one of the, you was one of the too, first man. ones. Oh, yeah, you thank you. First. It wasn't even a question. I was like, hell yeah, man. Sign me up. Cash, you know, whatever it was, Apple Pay, put it on there, man. Like, you know, I just, I think that's what it's all about. I'm big in the community too, and I love that about you guys. Is like, you know, we gotta, we gotta build community, man. You know, and as soon as people figure out we can do it together, we'll we'll get further. But you know, we're everybody, yeah. So, 
Well, yeah, let us I know how we can do our part. Yeah, just let us know, man. We're always down to help you. I just want to thank yeah. you for coming on and always being cool with us, always being a good friend, man. Thank you for Absolutely. doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to give you your flowers, bro, because, like, you're one of the few VT, former VT, well, I don't want to say former VT athletes, but, you know, VT athletes that interact and you don't be like you don't be crying. Lot, I ain't gonna lie, bro. A lot of your your brethren, we respect them, but they be crying, bro. Like, listen, bro, we mad after a loss, man. Let me be mad after this loss, man. I don't need I don't need to be rational right now. I'm mad. I'm in my feelings. <laughs> Let me be mad, bro. You will come on and you you'll you'll say your piece. You don't go off on nobody, but you let people be mad though. But you be like, I understand you mad, but consider this, you know. I, was, I always yeah. respect that. And a lot of people can't say, listen, we in the back channels. All three of us are trolls. Ain't nobody in the back <laughs> channels talking about, man, Brandon Hill blocked me. He pussy. No, ain't nobody ever yeah. saying that about you, bro. You, yeah. you, you, you a stand up. You stand up. Yeah. I mean, you from the, you from the yeah. city, so. Yeah. Yeah. I always try and, you know, I mean, I, I be feeling how y'all be feeling half the time when we lose. So I don't <laughs> I don't have nothing good to say, so I sometimes just don't say nothing. But like I said, you know my standard. We got to win nine, ten games, man. We got to get back to who we are. And like I put posted that tweet about the the distance between us and Clemson actually isn't as far as it should be, you know. Um, right. So, so we can close that gap with a couple great years, but it's gonna take, in my opinion, man. I'm just not one of those people that feel like, like, bro, if you on scholarship. And you lifted weights all off season, and you go to you got scouting reports, and you watch film. Like, bro, go out and win the game, bro. It ain't like you know, like you've been playing. You played at this top high school and that top high school, bro. Go win the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand being sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't. I can't rationalize. Man, like, like them boy, them boys <laughs> used to being sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rationalize that, bro. Yeah, I can't rationalize being sorry. The minute that the game started to go left, like, oh yeah, they about to pack it up. Them boys about to get on up out of here. Uh, Yeah, so I, I just that's what I pray for is like, dog, y'all all all, like we go down your metrics. You bench three twenty five. You squat four fifty. You run a four five. You jump thirty eight vert. You come from Mm -hmm. this high school. You what you know, you've been in practice. Y'all watch film all week, bro. Like how you go out there and get right. let somebody Drove. run for for record setting. Like, come on, bro. Like, have some pride. Nah, they be getting smacked by cab drivers <laughs> and Uber Eats drivers, bro. We don't even like Pitt did what they did with some NFL oh guys. God. But then like they get done up by some streamers and some influencers, bro. It's crazy. It's nasty out here. Well, but but hold on. No, you know what it was, Don V. Like, and I'm I'm let me preface this by saying I got my fan hat on. So I don't want nobody mm-hmm. to try and say I'm in no official capacities or nothing like that. Bro, ODU beat us off mentality. That was not a talent game. You know what I'm saying? Like NC they had State, the better talent. The NFL draft just showed it. Kind of, kind of. They kind of shit. They had the better players. Bro, they had one. They had one Maybe more not player. Top get bottom, Maybe high end bro. players. Maybe the top three or four. They had the better. Uh, no, but but Don V. They had two guys drafted. We had one. We ain't talking no night and day. Like they beat us off mentality, bro. 
They lost they play. They lost for real for real, they lost their players to the portal. They lost their best, they, lost their best player to us. Yeah, that's because they get they got my point is mentality can win. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah, I just want to see these kids. Cause like I said, when you go down your metrics and you like, like I just said, I ain't gonna run through it again, but your bench, yeah. your 40, your vert, your this, your that, your high school, your you look the part. You look good in your uniform. How you out here getting put in the Gatorade, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like what? What did you? What did you lift all them weights for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you lifted all them weights to get put in the Gatorade. Come on, bro. Have some pride. It ain't. It ain't that hard. That's my point. You know, man. These boys just Photoshop merchants out here, bro. <laughs> they look good in the photo shoot when they got the ball holding like it's a rifle. And all that, and they got the flag gloves on with the baza and all that. And, and you, you put on the tape. <laughs> you put on the tape. They in the Gatorade, bro. They got they got you in the Gatorade. Bro. They got you, you over there in the front row with us, chilling. Yeah, shit. It's mentality, man. We got to fix the mentality. So, um, but like I said, that's me wearing my fan hat. So I appreciate y'all letting me come on and be a fan and kind of you know. Bond with no, my guys, so keep doing what y'all doing, that, man. Talking that 10 win shit. You definitely had your fan <laughs> hat on. <laughs> yeah, we'll be yeah. back there. We'll be back there, Vince. Yeah. Go yeah. be back there. In the 2030s, we'll be back there. We got some work to do. But that's oh, it for Polio, man. See you next week, y'all. God bless. Valentino when I step Calico on my right Michael Draco on my left Caught the body, then I left Good gas, nigga, come take a breath Had to get them up and clean up a mess uh, Make these niggas feel the pressure A hundred rounds, I'm towing extra I just been dependent in the test Mac 90, show you how to make